hello there. Welcome to the Wilfiad. That's uh, my podcast. I'm Wilf Mertens. I'm really excited about today because I've got a guest and a new concept for the podcast. First off, brief apology for being two days later than I said that I would be. Can we not talk about that? Thanks. I was reaching around for a concept for the podcast and I couldn't think of one, but then I thought maybe someone else can think of one for me. Why should I do the labour of that thought when I could outsource it? And so my concept is thus. I will call someone who I find interesting and inspiring and who I would like to think of a good podcast idea and I will ask them what their podcast idea is and that will be the podcast. I told this idea to my friend and colleague Sam Halmarak and he laughed at me because he thought that it was the most podcasty idea for a podcast he had ever heard and that's as maybe but it's what I'm doing. And I'm going to have a brief chat with a wonderful person and then I'm going to respond to what is said in song or story or poem. So the guest today is my friend John Gale. Um, I just listened back to the interview and you'll hear John is a bit shy of taking up this mantle of artist but I urge you to check out um John's music and art and photography um because I think it's wonderful and you're going to hear a little bit about that and about the research they're doing in this interview and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed co-creating it hello hello hi Okay, well, presently I am I'm finishing my master's in ethnobotany in, in Kent, and I am doing a dissertation from home. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's basically who I am. I'm also like, I guess like, I've started to call myself an artist recently without cringing, like some type of an artist and anthropologist with like emphasis of plants. <laughs> and so what was the research that you were doing pre-lockdown and how has it changed now that we're in a lockdown situation? Well, it's changed fundamentally. I was supposed to be doing um, ethnographic research, uh, basically like having like conversations, formal and formal interviewing. I was going to go to Bulgaria and do some work on on the transmission of traditional knowledge in pickling and, and uh, household fermentation. I was planning on working with kind of women elders who are the, the holders of such knowledge and doing a lot of physical like pickling and going to markets and just all those kind of wonderful things. But obviously like that's just not going to happen. It's a shame because probably those like Bulgarian matriarchal picklers are like pickling away like crazy right now it's just that oh you can't yeah. <laughs> legally get to them nope i cannot i am i'm not only not able to get to them but i'm i've been forbidden by my university and so what's your new idea it's, i actually did a, an essay on this amazing um south african plant called before decision 
it's like um, a bulb, like a succulent bulb that uh, is super, super highly toxic and has been used. So I was kind of like looking at the relationship between poison and medicine because all poisonous plants are potentially medicinal plants and have been used. You know, it's all a matter of dosage comes to toxic kind of, uh, call it, chemical compounds. So I am really interested, but I don't know if I would go in that direction with my dissertation. I don't know. Um, let's start talking about... Um the, the reason the reason that I'm calling you is so that you can go on the podcast, and the idea for the podcast is that I would ask people what podcast they would make. Right. So I want to ask you that question. Okay. Um, I would love to have a podcast that was like I don't know, like maybe I'd like meet a, like have a conversation with a friend that would be maybe like walking around. Like, I actually thought about this years ago. I'm like, because I love, like, going for walks. So, like, when you're walking with people, you always have, like, such, like, nice, like, conversations. And it always feels like a film. And I, like, love that. It's about, you know, I could have, like, one day talking about fashion and then we're talking about sustainability and, like, in, in like, I don't know, dyes, how dyes are produced. Or, <laughs> history, yeah. Like, the ethno, ethno-botanical... I mean, you've just mentioned things that you're interested in, but essentially you could have, like, any guest, and then the conversation could kind of go anywhere. Yeah, like rambling. It it changes the kind of conversation you can have, so... um, For sure. Because you're you're just not looking at each other and and looking at the world. If you're like me and you take shitloads of pictures and selfies... (laughs) So I do always, like, I... I, I Would you do that on your podcast, though? Yeah, hell yeah. Can you do that? Yeah, you can just add them, I suppose. I think we might be getting close to a name. Oh. And it could be something like John Selfie Walks. No, it's horrible. That's such a lame name. <laughs> 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 what's what's the name to the podcast? So basically, a few years ago, I started doing this thing where I would change my Instagram name constantly. And it was a part because I was just like, it's like a nice thing for me to like, express myself through the name but through the handle but also to just like have some kind of a I don't know, I like the idea of being what's the transient in a sense and Come on, give us some best ofs of your uh, Instagram name. So in the past I've had one that was dark Balkan subject. Brilliant. Um I had one that was sensory herbalism I think. Like that. A bit pretentious, but... It's it's lovely though. It gives you a good feeling listening to it. Yeah, and then I had I had a, a one for ages actually, which was a uh, stop making money. That's um, very good. <laughs> and my current one is Anthropocene striptease, and yeah, I just love it so much. I just can't get myself to change it. Do you, do, what's the feeling when you change them? Do you always change them with regret or does, is it like a, a snake leaving its skin or? It's definitely a snake leaving its skin. Okay. So that's a good... Can you yeah. please plug your the residency that you just did because I was enjoying that on Instagram. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I did uh, like a, a three-day residency with a multi-species work group which do a really wonderful publication and just kind of looking at the interde- uh, interdependencies between us 
in 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 like other uh, what I call other persons or like other beings and the relationship. So kind of about that. And my residency kind of I don't know. I just used it as an opportunity to sort of sh- share some of the stuff that I've been learning that I've been getting excited about. So I did actually do something on like poisons and medicine, and I did some stuff on symbiosis and whatever, like, and, yeah, it's kind of about that, like, so what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely chatting to you. Okay, bye. Bye. So that was John Gale. Thanks, John, for being involved. I think I have a poem that responds to that conversation. The first connection is that it's about walking. Walking, there's a lot of stuff about walking. Now, I think with the lockdown, people's kind of walk that they take one a day or two if you go to the shops becomes kind of framed in a different way the romantics were were very into walking it was a big part of kind of romantic poetry and and radicalism and there was a lot of stuff about land rights and walking over landlords land and trying to open up the country to be walked by your average wild-haired frantically pacing ink-stained inspired poet my poem is not a million miles from this it's about some people trying to walk away from society and money and the tropes and behaviours and mental patterns that make up our life in the city and they go into the wilderness. And to use John's terminology, they try and create some new life that is multi-species in a more profound or conscious way and um, I won't tell you how they fare because it's a poem but it's also a story with a beginning and a middle and an end and it goes like this walk away it was during one of civilization's terrible ebbs that we tired and walked away We had tried saying everything that you could imagine being said. We had had everything in every cafe. We had swiped right to left, upwards, backwards. We were sick from the old seesaw of work and play. You can't magic personal success from sticky cupboards, capers and ketchup. Old jar of second chances, degraded, flattered, new car, cars knackered. Feet can sing. They sung. Awaken from this hapless trance. It's an etch-a-sketch, a poor pop song. Kick the road to sleep in fields and sleep in barns. Odds had been the master. We'd played it right, played it wrong. But now we'd abandon all pretense of strategy and let humming meadows host our longing. Let the batteries die deep within the travesty. At long last lose the fight to pay the landlord and just allow the roofless sky above to screen its pageantry. Would you prefer A, the tiny flat you can't afford, or B, the scrolling, wind-bound heavens, and the rolling welcome of the earth's endless room and board? Our server will be nature's healing presence. We'll need only the streams to midwife each new cub. 
will live without profiles, without suppression. In fact, Insta was the perfect training hub for the short attention span required to comb the topsoil for nutritious grubs and pick the berries from their thorny briars. Thus we left, and left our doors open as we left. One last time, laughingly, we let ourselves be fired, not employed, not unemployed, not bereft, but blessed. Now to walk and gently knock the towers from the sky and stroll away from the whole booming, busted mess. Our status would be a new wild body, a brand new mind. We threw away our phones and threw away our pills. We scrubbed the suburbs from our eyes stride by stride. We buried them with hills. Only steps could slake our thirst. We shed jealous notifications, all those beeps most trill. We wandered from the old sad curse, society, who had dreamed us for a long cold while. But we were born to tread the earth. The expansive remnants of our world, we walked. It wasn't easy. On the first night, the squirrels pelted our settlement with stones. Did you know that foxes' shit is greasy? The cooing wood pigeons wooed us. We found their droll voices pleasing, so we forgot our life partners, and then they pecked out our hearts, and the rain sounded like the dull march of cars. When the clouds finally parted, the blank was jostling with icons and reminders, and as they cooed, the stars laughed. Crickets and frogs crackled like dial-up modems, defaming us in obscene threads. Badgers made comments as we went past on our way to bed. We began to understand their accents, and it was all sniggering threats. We were cheap labour, a foreign element. We had blundered onto the trading floor where greedy leaves trade light and trees charge rent. We felt guilty and ashamed of being poor. Hunger kettled our bellies. We tried to re-establish the law, but our contracts were reneged by fruit and berry. Our agreements became strained. We pleaded with the crests of waves, with mountain, prairie. But though the twigs stiffly noted our complaints, and the marsh reeds nodded like they had heard, nothing actually changed. We spoke among ourselves, and many concurred that we needed to fight back, to protest and be awkward. We should demand a safe nest, to be a respected herd. But Jenny said that the problem was within ourselves that whatever standing we secured, we would not be free, because we were standing in a poor story of the world. Indeed, we could finally understand the birds that tweet, and all we heard them say is, who screwed who? Don't screw her, screw me. Go screw yourself and your crew. We'll screw you all if you screw with us, and... If we don't screw right now, I'll screwing screw you anyway. If there is such a thing that we can trust, it is not them and it is not us, for creatures do as creatures must. One cold evening, wheeling through the dirty dusk, I saw a dove. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Wilfie ad. Um, please tune in again, follow the feed. If you haven't um, taken the chance to have a listen to the David stories that I put on this feed, 
Uh, I didn't mean to put them there. I had to put them there. But they're stories that I'm doing for Heath Street Baptist Church. It's a retelling of the epic story of David in five parts. And the fifth part is hopefully going to be released soon. So um, have a listen. Tell me what you think. And take care of yourself. sent me one it's called Scorpio Moons and here they are to introduce it so the song is called uh, Scorpio Moon and it's basically uh, the other day was the other night was uh, the full moon in Scorpio and I it was so bright I couldn't sleep um, so I was just like playing with Gareth band ended up just kind of like I'm Bulgarian and Nigerian, and it's been a really interesting thing to understand my identity with both of those backgrounds and and and, and like ancestors and history and everything. Mm. And like I don't know, the song to me is kind of a I don't know. It's 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 my take on like Bulgarian folk music with like sort of the weird '80s like electronic like dark wavy music that I'm into and a little bit of like some psychedelic African thing but it's not those it's just those are like I was just trying to, to make something that kind of reflects my background I suppose in a weird way that I'm like a confused Bulgarian I don't know if that makes sense no I think so I think it's the kind of thing that music can make sense of hey I open my eyes and Something shifted, something moving. Imali nyakuitam. Stiga, stiga, otivam je na njakade, na njakade, na njakade opasno.